Good morning from Skift. For daily updates in your inbox, subscribe to the Skift Daily Newsletter at skift.com/daily. It's Monday, August 1st in New York City, and now here's what you need to know about the business of travel today. Airlines' brutal summer, marked by massive flight cancellations, has further complicated work for travel agents already having to serve growing numbers of travelers. So, what is a typical summer day like for agents amidst the chaos? It's enormously frantic, reports editorial assistant Rashad Jordan in a look at travel agent Daniel Jasper's world. Jasper, who's worked at Cincinnati-based agency Prestige Travel for 25 years, said she's never had such a hectic summer before. A lot of the chaos this summer, she believes, stems from airline staffing shortages. Jasper described calling the airlines a disaster since it can take hours to actually speak to a representative. She added that the understaffed agency usually has multiple agents on the phone trying to reach airlines, which makes serving customers eager to book trips very difficult. Jasper also said travel disruptions have forced her to work longer hours, stating that agents have to deal with flight cancellations and changes immediately instead of putting them off until the next day. Next, Southwest Airlines has taken a major and costly step to encourage more business travel bookings. The carrier announced last week it's eliminating all expiration dates on flight credits, reports corporate travel editor Matthew Parsons. The move applies to flight credits that hadn't expired on July 28th, as well ones created on or after that date. Parsons writes Southwest's decision will be popular with its business travelers since it removes the pressure to rebook flights by a certain date. That flexibility, he adds, should help Southwest boost its business travel recovery. The company reported during its second quarter earnings call that business travel revenues were down 24 percent compared to pre-COVID levels. But removing flight credit expiration dates will be a significant hit to Southwest's third-quarter revenues to the tune of possibly $300 million. However, Dave Harvey, the vice president of Southwest Business, said the company believes it's only taking a one-time hit. Finally, London-based hotel chain Yotel was, prior to the pandemic, best known for operating tiny hotel rooms at airports. But the company is shifting away from its longtime business model, reports senior hospitality editor Sean O'Neill in this week's early check-in. Yotel believes its development pipeline is vibrant, O'Neill writes, and the company has 36 properties, largely away from airports, signed or under contract. Yotel also launched a brand called Yotel Pad, which it calls extensive stay residences, and it started franchising recently, having opened franchises in Park City, Utah, Manchester, England, and London. O'Neill writes the pandemic reinvigorated Yotel instead of undermining it, with the company strengthening its revenue management and digital marketing teams during the crisis. In addition, CEO Hubert Verio credited the company's ability to break even at low occupancy rates as a reason it's been attractive to potential investors. For more travel stories and deep dives into the latest trends, head to skiff.com. To find these stories and more insight into the business of travel, subscribe to the Skift Daily newsletter at skiff.com daily. Spoken Layer